Yeah, I could just um, <laughs> drip some water in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things, and I have done it before. Okay, it's one of those things that I always say when you're drinking whiskey, you're getting one. I should probably introduce us first. <laughs> so for everybody listening who hasn't heard this voice before. As always, I'm your host, Chris, and today we have Zach back on the podcast. We've had him a few times. Back at it. Back at it again. Post-COVID. How many? Yes, post-COVID, so we're trying out your taste buds today. I think they're back. Hopefully. I gave it a while afterwards. Four roses tasted the same, so I think we're good to go. Okay, we're good to go. (laughs) Good. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about adding a drop of water uh, to your bourbon, and like I said, it's something I've tried before, and I always say, when you're drinking a glass of whiskey you are getting one piece of the puzzle. And the finished puzzle is what that whiskey tastes like. So you've got with water, you've got without water, you've got on ice, you've got before a big meal, after a big meal. There are all these different ways that you can drink whiskey, right? So I've always said adding a drop of water is just one more piece of the puzzle. Well, let me tell you something. (laughs) The overwhelming population of TikTok has a different opinion. (laughs) That if you don't add a droplet of water, I shouldn't say the overwhelming population. This is probably like 10% of people, but they're a very loud 10% of people. They Well, that's like what all social media is, right? Yeah. It's like the loudest 10% of people. Exactly. And so I got all these comments about it. And I've known this for a long time that people say it opens up your whiskey. I've done it before where you, t- and it does change the flavor of your whiskey. I don't know if it magically opens it up or if it's just, you know another side of the whiskey you're looking at a different piece of the puzzle i feel like it just probably dilutes it just so slightly that it hits like you get like a little more flavor and less and there's a there's a chemical thing that happens i haven't i haven't researched this super in depth for a while i I did before like probably a year ago year and a half ago but basically there are compounds in your whiskey that the water pulls out of the whiskey and so then your next sip is usually pretty harsh because there are all these harsh compounds and then after that you get new flavors from it that you haven't had before so (laughs) so anyways i had a bunch of angry people telling me i needed to do this because i said that i drank whiskey neat on this tiktok (laughs) and so i changed the the topic of this episode it was i don't think i told anybody so i don't need to even be telling you this now but fun fact this was going to be uh, normal glasses versus glen cairns actually like a a low ball versus a glen cairn and that's still planned because i want to do that but i was like dude we have got to sit down and do a review before water in a review after water because everybody's saying we have to i feel like the way people react has to be like some kind of level of it can't be simple because like people want to be different oh yeah so like it's just like well you drink it neat yeah like how how basic are you (laughs) (laughs) you're so right okay so here's For a while, I was very big into fitness. I still like working out to stay in shape, but for a while, I was like obsessed. You know what I mean? Where you look up all the videos and you buy all the equipment. You're staying up till one in the morning watching some random dude. Exactly. Some dude who's clearly on steroids tell you that you're just (laughs) eating the wrong food, right? Or you just need to buy this one supplement. And it is the same culture across all of the fads, whiskey, uh, fitness, nutrition, all of those like small niche things. It's the same thing where it some of the stuff has validity and usually something that gets super duper hyped up it's because it's rooted in something valid like it starts off as oh my gosh i added a drop of water and it totally changed the flavor of this whiskey and it's like wow it's really cool and it becomes a if you aren't adding a drop of water first of all you're an idiot (laughs) everybody commenting on my tiktok 
Second of all, you're not even experiencing the whiskey. And it's like, I'm still experiencing it just differently, you know? But no, you bring up a great point. It's one of those things where it's almost just over complexifying it rather than oversimplifying it. But needless to say, I have an overwhelming amount of, I don't know if they're my followers or if there's people who came across on the for you page who say, I got to try it with water and we're going to. So I've done this before. I did this multiple times when I was first getting in before the podcast, I would do this a lot because it's one of those things that changes it. And we're going to see how it changes wild Turkey one Oh one today. So that that's our drink of the day. Uh, we've got Wild Turkey 101. This is one of the most popular, I would say, in its price range whiskeys. This is when you ask somebody for a mid to low shelf whiskey that you can drink straight. People are like Wild Turkey 101. I mean, it's it's super hyped up. People above like the basic knowledge level, I would say for sure. Yeah, because <clears throat> I wouldn't expect like I'm gonna hit them up. I wouldn't expect Bryce to recommend anyone <laughs> Wild Turkey 101. Right, right. No, this, this that's the thing. These are people who know what they're talking about. Yeah. And it is it is a very popular whiskey for people who are just getting into it. I haven't had it on the show yet. We did have Russell's Reserve, which is made by the same people. So if you guys remember the Russell's Reserve 10-year, uh, I mean, it's right next to me, 10-year. Uh, this is made by the same people. And... It is, everybody loves it. It's 101 proof. That's where the 101 comes from. And their website tells you it's been aged between six and eight years, uh, which would have to be the minimum age. So minimum of six years. So it's a high rye bourbon, which we always talk about. I I mentioned that on the show all the time. Uh, This is an actual high rye bourbon. So that means that it is mostly corn and the next ingredient is rye and there's a lot of it. And that gives it a lot more, usually a lot more spiciness, um, kind of more of a, uh, a little bit more, I want to say harsh, but harsh isn't the right word, but bite. A little bit more bite and also a little bit more flavor. Uh, so without further ado. Harsh me, is a good word for it, but like it's got a negative kind of connotation. Yes, it does. It, you know? There's a negative connotation even when it doesn't need to be. Like sometimes you want to drink something higher proof because you want it to be a little harsh. Right. If you think about it, the opposite of harsh is basically boring. So, you know. True. (laughs) Okay. Which is why a lot of people get away from 80 proof stuff because it gets a little bit boring. So first we're going to drink Wild Turkey 101. I actually have a fun story about it. You know this story already, but the listeners don't. Uh, But let's go through the nose. I never feel like rye's are complex on the nose. Yeah, well, this is still a bourbon. I mind. I know, but like anything with like a, yeah. a higher level of rye. <laughs> yes, I know what you're getting at because yeah. it's it's sharper on the nose, and it's not that like there's like there's no good adjective for it, but like roundness that a bourbon yeah. has, where it's like or like like <clears throat> warmth that a bourbon has. Uh, but on the nose, it's definitely pleasant. You got to get your nose in there a little yeah. bit. This is a this is a good one where if you agitate it a little bit, you can really smell because it it's 101 proof, so it's putting out fumes. I always get like a fruitiness, like a mild fruitiness, and I don't know if that's like what it's supposed to be. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. I, I almost got like a graham cracker just now, like graham mm. cracker and maybe cinnamon. There's definitely like a cinnamon. I feel like I almost yeah. get like a drier fruit, like... <laughs> It's going to sound like an apricot. 
apricot like to get super exotic but i don't have anything else to put it on believe it or not i was gonna go that direction with because it's not, not like, like a, a dark ra- yeah it's yeah. not like a raisin but it's like an apple fruit that's like dry <laughs> yes yes that's exactly where i was headed with it yeah and then it's got this other smell to it that has been characterized by many people online as the wild turkey funk okay and that's the best way that you can describe it it's almost like old moist wood kind of and it's very pleasant. And the reason I distinguish that is I got a bad bottle of wild turkey once. <laughs> you know this. It was my first bottle of wild turkey ever. I still have it, actually. I never threw it away. And it, this was, what, probably a year ago that I got it? It was horrible. It had this funk to it that is way, way worse than the wild turkey funk. I mean, this was like if you walk into an old, damp basement that has mold in it, that smell, that's what it smelled like. And I was like, is this that wild turkey funk people talk about? This is disgusting. Well, it's like old, wet wood doesn't exactly have the best... Like, if I just told somebody, like, do you think old, wet wood would sound smell good? Like, nobody would say yes. <laughs> right. Like, this is pleasant. And I remember smelling that. It is not. Right. It is like what a normal person on the street, if I just walked up to them and was like, you want to smell this old wet wood? Like <laughs> what they would think. That's yes, exactly. <laughs> or like, like almost like old, like hamster cage. Like when you go to clean out or like the pet store, that's what it was like. <laughs> that section in the pet store. That's like the birds and the hamsters yeah. on like their little tiny cages. Exactly like that. Or and, like a hermit crab section of it down at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No joke. So this this funk is not nearly that strong. This is like a tiny bit, which adds like a, another side to it. And it allows you to get like the fruit and like this. I don't get graham cracker level, but like the cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because sure. like that one, you would not. Right. Oh, no, dude. And that I, I like... never I didn't buy my own wild turkey because of that bottle you got. Not yeah. knowing if that was the norm. Yeah. Because I'd had it and I thought it was good. And then I smelled your bottle, and I think I might have tried it. Okay. And I just remember I was like, this is awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, for anybody listening who's kind of freaking out, the, the customer service was very good about it. They were good about, uh, they're going to, well, they didn't, not going to, they sent me an email to refund me. And um, all that, they were good about all that, uh, but it was just one of those things where it almost got rid of a customer. It's a good thing I'm stubborn because I was like, I'm going to buy another bottle. And then the <laughs> other bottle tasted like bourbon. And I was like, ah, okay, cool. That It didn't taste like whiskey. It tastes like nothing I've ever had before. It was, it was really bad. Uh, apparently, that was a small issue that they had. And so I think they resolved it, I hope. I don't know if it was something wrong with the corks or something like that, but, but I think they resolved it. All right, let's taste the palate. It's definitely 101. <laughs> yeah. Going oh. in cold with a uh, fresh palate really uh, got my taste buds. I you, you know what? It might be because you said the graham cracker on the nose, but it is so... It's been a long time since I've had this, and it is so strong <laughs> with like the graham cracker cinnamon. Yeah, it really is. And I, I don't remember getting that when I first drank this, but it really... Graham cracker is the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Like maybe like granola. I don't know. Mm, but it's more cinnamon than granola. Yes. And yeah. it's not, I want to clarify, because I say granola a lot for uh, barley-based stuff like uh, scotches and Irish. This is not like that kind. This is like graham cracker, but not with like butter and vanilla. This is like graham cracker with cinnamon and smoke and oakiness. Yeah. 
I really, I, I enjoy and the it. nice bite of a one, a good one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. Once you get into those higher proofs, it's like ooh. Now, since we are already doing two reviews, we're not going to do a second review where we read their notes. I'm just going to tell you right now. So, the taste it says sweet, bold, and smooth. Okay, the aroma it says vanilla. Now the finish it I. I feel like finish should actually be palate because for palate or taste, they just say sweet, bold, and smooth. For finish, they put spice and orange peel. That's a lot more accurate. I'm definitely going to say there is smoky oak in there and also for sure like a graham cracker, which is very pleasant. So do you get like the the orange peel? Because I think it's still bold in the mouth. Like I think the dry fruit, I don't know if I would say it's like an orangish flavor. I'm still going more towards like an apple flavor to me. For sure. I would lean away from orange just because, I've always said this, monkey shoulder dude is orangey. And this is not yeah. that. This is. You know what the vibe I get from this? What's that? Is like uh, Quaker, like the Quaker Oats oatmeal. That's apples and cinnamon. I was just going to when you said Quaker Oats, I was like, the apple cinnamon one. Especially yes. like if you don't put enough milk in it or you use water <laughs> instead of milk. Well, I haven't done that, but okay. I'm lactose intolerant. So oh, okay. water and oatmeal. How did I not know that about you. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know because I just avoid it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, put water and oatmeal and the apple flavor is like dry. Okay. And that's like the that's exactly what this gives me. Yeah. That's a that's a good description. I don't know about the whole adding water, but the apples and cinnamon. I mean, that's cuz it's drier than like an apple. Like a, a Granny Smith apple is like the flavor they I think they're going for there. Right. And it's not it's not as like sour and juicy. Juicy. That's yeah. the word I was like, going to say. That does it doesn't give you that. And I think it might if it was a lower proof. Yeah, because but, well, I, but it's a good. It's like good the way it is. Yeah, now, I'm not saying it would be better if it was lower proof, but like I think if it was like a lower proof, you would get more like fruit and like apple. <laughs> I agree. I I don't know, but I don't know what it would taste like lower proof. They do make a normal. I think it's 80 proof. Um, but I agree with what you were where you were headed with the non juicy apple because. Uh, Basil Hayden's 10-Year Rye, uh, anybody who's been listening for a while remembers my review of that because I reviewed it twice, and both times, super juicy green apple. And this is not that, but it's also green apple. And I don't. I always try to bring up whenever it's like, you say the same flavors all the time. It's the same flavor that tastes totally different. I know that sounds weird, but think about... Okay, think about a blue raspberry um, gummy... What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my gosh. Fruit snack. Jeez, there we go. Okay. Finally I didn't know you were going there, so I have made that no connection. <laughs> yeah. Think about like, okay, let's not use blue raspberry. A strawberry fruit snack versus a strawberry sucker. Total different flavor, yeah. right? That's the same way with whiskey. And this is not your uh, caramel apple like sucker, like for Halloween. Halloween's coming up. <laughs> this is not <laughs> like that. the green ones that are covered in like the caramel. Yes. Yeah. This is not that juicy flavor. This is like super dry dried out like cinnamon apple almost like uh potpourri when they have like the dried like rinds yeah it's almost like the like you know how people make like cinnamon sticks and apples and cider yeah yeah it's kind of like yeah one with, of those if you took away all the sugar in the cider yeah like that, that that's like yeah exactly if you as long as you don't have like the pound of sugar they dump in that. <laughs> right right yeah, very pleasant. Uh, that little bit of funk you still get, which is that smoky oakiness. I think I'm, I'm smoky oaky. <laughs> I think I'm attributing it to little bit of funk, and it it rounds it out in a cool way. It's a good combination that definitely could be messed up. 
by having more of either one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if this was more funky, it'd be off-putting. If it was less funky, it'd, it'd be, be less the bottle complex. that's over there that's yeah they had to refund you for. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Yeah, you can you can think like if you're not drinking this at home right now, you can think like how a peated scotch is funky. This doesn't taste like peat at all, but you can think that similar concept how it's funky but good. That's kind of how this is, and I think that's why people like it so much. It's so complex for its price. I mean, it is. It it once we had a different one. I think it was you that I had on where we said. A lot of flavors, but it doesn't come in phases like an expensive whiskey does. That's how this is as well. I forget what we were drinking. There was one that we had multiple bottles. Yeah. I don't remember. But yeah. I think it might have been just the last time you were on. What was your last episode? Crown. Crown? Oh, it might have been normal crown. How we were like, yeah, you're getting... No, we said that was really simple, didn't we? It was was one that we had a bottom shelf. It might have been Rebel Yell. That might have been. Or like... like, uh, I don't remember. But we we had said... You know, you're getting a lot of flavors, but it doesn't come in phases the way expensive ones do. That's yeah. how this is. But this one's, are you saying this one is phased or all of I don't think it is. I it think has it's... more complexity than one in its same price range, though. Oh, yeah. That's what like... I mean. Oh, something for 20 bucks. Anything really for $20, I think, hits you all at once. It's super hard to pick out flavors because mm-hmm. it hits you all at once, and then it's gone. And this... Yeah. The fruit flavor to me stays around, but the like the cinnamon doesn't. Yeah, a good a good comparison would actually be normal Four Roses, which I love, by the way. Yeah, but this has more complexity to it, and it's also stronger, right? Normal Four Roses, I think, is yeah. eighty proof. It's 80. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's my go-to. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. It's good, right? But this has more. It's more loaded when you drink it. It's like there's a lot of flavor going on. Yeah, and I think the reason I go to Four Roses is because it's a lot easier for me to just like still do stuff while I'm sipping. Yeah. Not because it's 100 proof, but because this one's like, this is more of like, I want to be sitting by a fire. Yeah. Like I want to be with my feet up in front of the fireplace with the slippers on. <laughs> there, that, You bring up a good point because like a lot of people, do you need a little bit more before I put the water in yeah. it? Yeah. A lot of people get really stuck on like only drinking 80 proof because I don't want all that thunder in my mouth or only drinking strong because strong has the most flavor and you bring up a good point because like sometimes an 80 proof is good for like I'm doing other stuff I don't want to be sitting here focused on it I don't want to be punched right now I just want to enjoy it and I think you can think like cigars you know Mm -hmm. like you want a really dark cigar sometimes sometimes you want a really light cigar and I know a lot of people get caught in the trap of like I only drink single barrel i only drink over 100 proof i only drink you know barrel strength and it's like but there is a situation for every whiskey there really is anyhow maybe i read way too deep into that without further ado let's take this to a whole other level <laughs> according to my <laughs> the follower. only way to drink i don't think it's my followers i'm not dissing you guys at all and, and so i'm you're just not gonna dissing... pour this in or are you gonna put it in the cap and be like all oh, water dropper i am specific. going to eyeball it the best that i can that was like a droplet. That was pretty <laughs> that solid. That was actually so good. Yeah. You can, uh, if you want the cap, you can do that. I hope I trust myself. Okay. I'm not dissing anybody who commented on this, by the way. I'm, you're the reason I'm doing this episode, so thank you. Uh, but I just think it's funny. Not specifically you guys. Okay. You know what? I am dissing some people. I'm not dissing anybody who said, you should try it with a water droplet. I love those comments. Thank you. I am dissing the people. There were a couple who were like, are you kidding me? Neat. You have to drink it with a water droplet. If you like, you're not even experiencing the whiskey the way that the master distiller wanted you to experience it. Are you serious right now? Like, there are people who are mean about it. You, I'm dissing. <laughs> Straight up. Maybe they're just that passionate. Yeah, 
I mean, it just good means for you. that much to them. Good for you that you have something to be that passionate about in life. But, dude, chill out. All right. So they say it pulls all the compounds to the surface. I don't see anything. <laughs> but we're going to take another sip. We got just a little drop in there. Okay, yeah, that was harsh. So they say the first sip is harsh. And that was. Wow. Second sip's supposed to be better. Let's give it a shot. There's some validity to it. There is. First sip was harsh. Second sip, not so bad. The cinnamon lasted twice as long. So I'm thinking more of, I agree with you, more of the harsh still is not the right word. But the harsher flavors, like cinnamon and strong wood now, not like not like a laid-back smoky wood, and less of your dried fruit. That's where I mm. think. See, the, the weird part is the first sip, which was definitely harsh, harsh <sighs> had so much fruit to me. Oh, okay. But like spicy fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it spicy? <laughs> and then the second one had like almost no fruit to it and and i think people say it opens it up and here's what i'll say i'm getting more than just cinnamon for the spices now i don't know what the others are i gotta take another sip but more of those spicy flavors i think i tried to really like strongly chew it there and uh swish it around my mouth there's more going on i, I haven't nailed it down yet there's more going on Maybe ginger. The finish is longer, I think. The finish is longer. I think it is. Good for you, water people. The only the only difficult part is I to me the finish gets longer the more I drink it. Well, that's fair. Without the water. Yeah. Also, this is this is the downside to any of these episodes that we do where we try it two different ways, is our palate gets more warm as we go. Yeah, and then I can't it's not like we could do this one day and then do the water the next day because it's Exactly. Not only is my palate possibly going to change and what I eat changes. Right. Like this would be a very hard to control test. Any any of these with whiskey is that way. You just yeah. like how do you control it? You can't do it in two different palate conditions. The but- only the best way probably to do it would be to today. Like if we really wanted to make this controlled would be to do it this way today and tomorrow drink it with water first and without second. Yeah, and like probably to do that first thing in the morning. Yeah. Like right away. Yeah. <laughs> palate is the same way both times. I'm going to grab us glasses and we can drink some water and try to control that a little bit. Okay. Okay, go ahead and take a drink of that water. Let's get our palates a little bit refreshed and then we will try this again. Okay. I definitely... I feel now like this next one is going to hurt again because it's like (laughs) fresh palate, not warmed up again. We're going to see what happens. It was surprisingly smooth for... Yeah. Starting back on page one. And there is something else there that I didn't get before. I'm not sure what it is. It might be caramel. Mm. But I don't know. Something dark. See, I can see where you'd say caramel for what I got. Mm -hmm. And you might be getting caramel. But to me, it was just a dulled down cinnamon. Is that right? When I really thought about it, it was like, this is just like the graham cracker taste, but dulled down from cleansing my palate. Oh, okay. That makes sense. 
so we were getting pretty warmed up. Definitely not as uh, like strong of flavors as I was getting before, so our palates were definitely getting a little bit warmed up. I'm going to try it again, because there's something new there. Definitely not as much like graham cracker anymore, but... Something has replaced the apple. Ooh, that one was a little bit harsh on my tongue afterward. Something replaced the apple, and I don't know what it is. Molasses. Like it's syrup? Molasses. Yes, but not not quite syrup. Not maple but like molasses. Yeah, that's the problem is when you say syrup, like everyone goes to like sweet sugary yeah sweet sugary syrup. maple this isn't yeah. like that yeah. this is like like a like a molasses cookie where it's darker mm-hmm. still kind of sweet i think that's what it is it's like molasses and cooking spices now that lightness is kind of gone i mean you can one thing i also want to make clear is you can still tell us the same whiskey like this isn't yeah. like oh my gosh if you night blindfolded me i would definitely i would still know yeah for sure and that's not a lot that's not a brag like most people who have drank yeah whiskey i think a lot i think even unexperienced inex- wow unexperienced unexperienced i think <laughs> i think even in, like more inexperienced people yeah rice would still be able to tell you with a blindfold on that this is wild turkey i had bryce on for uh the mixed drink episode the last episode and he was living his best life he's like dude you got me drinking mixed drinks i'm like that's where he's that's where he lives that's his forte yeah Yeah. because i I think i said that on the first episode that i had him is he's not a whiskey drinker right so like he's not a drinker we've got levels yeah (laughs) bryce doesn't drink (laughs) justin drinks beer (laughs) zach drinks whiskey (laughs) so we've got all these different i'm pretty much to the point where i only drink whiskey like that's it yeah because it makes you feel the best that's like whiskey makes me feel the best my stomach's not bad a little bit of heartburn a little bit of heartburn sometimes i have an actual genetic thing yeah you've told me before yeah so i have heartburn like constantly like eh, not constantly like with diet it's like yeah three times a week (laughs) okay dope that's a lot of fun no and i don't mean like eating healthy like a specific like avoiding certain things right to try to lower it or whatever yeah i've been getting heartburn i've been feeling like a dad lately i just got a house and now (laughs) i feel like i get heartburn all the time i'll eat like fast food and be like ooh, a little bit heartburn today it's like what the heck gluten not the yeah gluten's a bad one for uh, heartburn really yeah so the fast food doesn't help whiskey's probably not great for you <laughs> yeah it's uh so i've actually studied this one a lot because i have the a genetic issue that i try and find ways to not make myself feel like i want to die when i lay down so uh basically the bacteria in your stomach feed on gluten multiply so your body makes more stomach acid to neutralize the number of bacteria you have so grains gluten all that stuff like if you avoid it, it tends to go away Okay, that might also be why... This might be totally unrelated. We're making up our own science here. This is bro science right now. Uh, I also heard that... Whiskey noobs the bro science. (laughs) Whiskey noobs getting scientifical. I love it when we do this. Uh, I heard that keto, when you start it, you get an illness. Not an illness, but you feel sick for like a week with like your stomach, like a stomach sickness. Because the bacteria in your stomach that usually process carbs, you flush them out. There's only one way for them to get flushed out. and Well, two ways, but usually one way. <laughs> and um, I've heard that that's like why, because that bacteria is not feeding on that anymore and it dies, which might be the same thing because carbs and gluten are like hand in hand. hand, in hand you know? right? yeah. yeah, it's like cocaine and waffles. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> they go together. <laughs> so I think uh, that might be the same thing, but that makes that makes a good point, yeah. Yeah, and while we were uh, getting our water, I don't yeah. know, it probably won't be in here. With, yeah, yeah. No. And uh, 
another one, a good one is to drink water okay. in the morning. And a reason people get heartburn at night, which goes hand in hand with drinking whiskey while you're sitting there at night. Yeah. Is a lot of times people say that the top of your esophagus is dehydrated. No So way. it like spasms. And that's what causes the stomach acid, you know? Yeah. So for all you whiskey drinkers that struggle to drink it late at night. Water back. Boom. You need to smash a water before you start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pound of water. That always helps me. Like, okay, so like there are levels of what drinking is comfortable, right? I feel like... Beer has to be the most uncomfortable for me. It's like... Especially to me, like light beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's a good point. Like craft beer, especially because you're not chugging it. So it's like... Big IPA guy here, so... I'm not a big guy. I'm a big stout guy. Mm, Love stouts. Especially because you can't drink those very fast. Maybe I just like things you can't drink fast. (laughs) Maybe that's why I Because you actually have to enjoy it? Yeah, because you actually have to be like, oh, I got to pump the brakes. (laughs) This is a lot. So when you're not just chugging corn water, it's like actually good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I feel like like there's like beer, which is tough. Craft beer, which is like a little bit better, but you still feel really bloated. Mixed drinks, which is like depending on the mix. Some of them are worse than beer. Some of them are better than beer. That is like, that can go either way. But then you've got whiskey where it's like light on the belly. I think seltzers is right before whiskey and then whiskey which is like light on the stomach and then whiskey after drinking water and eating food is like good to go Mm -hmm. like i feel no badness on my stomach not enough to get drunk and i think a cigar is the same way and i think that's why i like whiskey is because it's like the hand in hand scenario so like when when i want whiskey is the same time i want a cigar yes exactly and i would i would flip them any day like if if you if for somehow in this weird scenario, okay, whiskey got wiped off the face of the planet. I could substitute anytime I want whiskey for a cigar. Yes, for my sure. lungs would probably just be in way worse condition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that goes back to the same thing where it's it's not about getting drunk. I had a lot of comments about that too. Surprisingly, on that on that TikTok, that's, I had, that's interesting. I had a lot of comments about like first step to alcoholism. Call me in five years and you're an alcoholic. And I think people miss the point a lot. Like the point mm-hmm. is not like oh boy now I can get drunk on straight whiskey, which is way faster. Like I purposefully avoid getting drunk when I drink whiskey. I feel like when people that don't understand it look at like your TikTok, yeah, they're all picturing like they're probably t- in their twenties and like teens that are saying that, yeah, and like let's just be honest, and I feel like they're all picturing like that guy or that girl in college that's sitting in the corner like chugging a bottle and like drinking out. from the bottle, yeah. yeah, and that's not what it is in any way, right? Did if you see anything? This? It's the opposite, exactly. Like, did you do you see the glass that we drank out of? If I wanted to be cool, I wouldn't be drinking out of this glass. <laughs> I drink out of this glass because it helps the experience. (laughs) But I totally agree. Like, it's like the guy who drinks straight from the bottle is very different than the guy who drinks straight in a glass. Yeah. Because, like, realistically, to where I would consider myself drunk. Yeah. Happens maybe once every 20 times I drink whiskey. Oh, for sure. Especially if you're drinking it straight. I purposefully avoid getting drunk when I'm drinking straight whiskey because the whole point is that it's meditative. I'm focused in on this one task. If you're drunk, well, you can't do that. And we're both past the point of buying $10 bottles of whiskey. Yeah. So, so like in no shape or form, am I trying to get to the point where I am just chugging Yeah. a $60 bottle of whiskey and just no. waking up the next day and being like, huh? It went 60 bucks. Yeah. If I have more than a couple glasses from the same bottle, I'm like, ooh, that was, man, that's a lot of money I just drank. But I do feel like that's like a, a common misconception is that drinking has to be to get drunk. And it doesn't. Yeah. And I really hope for everybody listening. I think social media makes that worse too because like you're never going to see, I can't say never because you're on TikTok. <laughs> um, you typically aren't going to see like a viral or a normal social media share about like 
not getting hammered because like everything you see is like getting hammered in the club yes. getting hammered here like crazy bar setup where you're getting hammered especially on those platforms where people who are younger than 21 are the main users because it's like cool like it's like yeah. wow this is so crazy and it's not so that was a long tangent but i think it is important to say now let's it's s- a good episode when we have a 101 proof bottle on here yeah no joke yeah a lot of complex flavors coming up front not a lot of transition like i said not a lot there is a transition between the nose and the palate. There's not a transition throughout the palate. And I think that's a distinguisher between a, a good whiskey and a good expensive whiskey. Is yeah. A lot of times the expensive ones, just your palate has phases. Whereas a good whiskey who's, that's inexpensive, a lot of times if it's really good, it's going to have a lot of flavors. And maybe your nose is different from your palate, but not throughout the palate. And change. I think the distinction between like the bottom shelf and like these mid-levels is like the amount that it like dries your mouth out after. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Is but it's like a spectrum. Yeah. Like the really expensive ones, some of them still do, but like that's their purpose. Yeah. Like that's what they're going for, kind of thing. But like if you have a spectrum, like your cheap ones are like desert dry. <laughs> yeah. And then like these ones are like it gets it like works your way up to like a certain level and then stops. And then like the really expensive ones, like yeah, I don't want to say smooth because I feel like people misinterpret like smooth. what smooth is. But yeah, almost but like, oily. Oily, yeah. yeah. I would say too, we didn't really comment on the finish on how it made our mouth feel. I would put this with like a Four Roses single barrel, where because mm. for how strong it is, because for how strong it is, it doesn't. It still dries your mouth out, but for the strength of it, it doesn't that badly. I agree. For the strength, for being one hundred and one. Yeah. Yeah, I've had. I've had like 80s that are way worse, that are more expensive. That's right where I was going with that. Yeah. Because like your four roses, it's uh, I think 49% ABV. So it's like three proof off and uh, similar, but it's way more expensive. So I would put this up there with it almost. Yeah. I think I would grab this honestly before that four roses, but I would still grab regular four roses. (laughs) Because I would, and that's like a big one we've touched on with this is like, there's like different whiskeys have like a different yes purpose as in like the tone of your night like if you're like drinking whiskey and like vacuuming your house yeah like versus if you're like got your feet up by a fire watching a movie or if you're sitting outside whatever like i feel like i would use this for the same purpose almost as like what i use four roses for which is why i don't really drink this yeah agreed yep now before we get totally derailed here we should go through and summarize (laughs) our thoughts on before the water droplet after the water droplet why add the water droplet should you add the water droplet etc i'll let you start so i think the people that told you you have to add water are wrong i agreed um because like you said it's like a pie yeah and like one piece is without the water and one piece is with the water because it wasn't necessarily like i feel like all these like you have to add water people are thinking like it's going to take your $20 bottle and elevate it to a $40 bottle. That's a good by point. By adding water. Yeah. And it doesn't. It's it takes it takes your whiskey and slightly changes it to something different. Yep. To looking at the same photo from a different angle basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. I think that it's like a photo, like a black and white photo versus a color photo. Yeah. It's like filters. Like yeah. they can all be good. But they're just all different. They're all different. And it's the same photo. But it's the same. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Wow. Yes, that's a good description for that. And I think the people who commented and don't know me and commented saying you should try it with a water droplet, I think they're absolutely correct. 
they're saying, oh, that whiskey's 100%. good. Try it with a water droplet. And, and I think it, when I drink this in the future, I can distinctively know when I would add water. Yeah, that's a good point. Two different experiences. Completely. Yeah. Like the fruit changed. Mm-hmm. The type of fruit to me even changed that I was getting from it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got more of the orange peel that they're going for and less of like the dry fruit. Yeah. Um, more of a, um, uh, like a sour, not sour, not like juicy, more of like a harsh fruit and less of like a pale fruit. Yeah. So like you said, citrus, like, like it went sour. From, it went from an apricot to a, to an orange. Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Or a peach. Weirdly enough, like... A like, drier peach. <laughs> weirdly enough, I'd probably like... Like you said, there's different situations for both. I'd probably say like like no water is more of a, a summery type drink. And water is more of like a fall, like a heavier drink. It's heavier with the water. Th- this to me, and this is super specific, is like a post-Halloween pre-Thanksgiving drink. Yeah, there you go. Now we're getting specific. (laughs) Yeah, and that's you know what? If we're gonna be specific, because when I say summer, it is not like a ninety-five degree day in July. I'm saying like this is like your August. No, this is like a September to October drink without the water. It is. It's like getting chilly, but not hot outside. It's it's cold enough that like when you have a like a fire, like a bonfire, you want to be like sitting by the fire. Yes, and sipping it. It's not like so hot that it's summer. You have a fire just because for the sake of having a fire. Yeah, and you're like standing a hundred yards away from the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, and you just have to burn up newspaper, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a thousand (laughs) degrees. Moral of the story, though, that I have to say, I have to say, I've had so many people tell me, like, comment on TikToks, comment on Reddit before, you've got to try Wild Turkey. You've got to try Wild Turkey 101. And I had tried it. I've never sat down and analyzed it this much. And let me tell you, for the price range, this is a great bourbon. And that's why, like you said, experienced people, when you ask them, I don't want to spend more than $25, but I want to try to like whiskey, they're going to recommend Wild Turkey. Yeah. A lot of the times. Now, what I will say on that same note, before anybody listening is like, well, I hated it, so I must not like whiskey. It's a very specific palate. It is a funky bourbon complex whiskey palate. So if you didn't like this, don't freak out. There still might be bourbons you like, and there still definitely could be scotches, Irish, Canadian, Japanese. Yeah. (laughs) Scotch is a whole different ballgame. The only problem with scotch to me is, and we've talked about this before, is it's hard to get one even like in me, like scotch is like my go-to every time. It's hard to get one in a $20 price range. For sure. That's actually worth, worth drinking. For sure. And I hate to say worth drinking because like everything's yeah. different, but like to me, like it, I'm not going to buy a $20 scotch. Anything imported is expensive here, except maybe Canadian because it's right across the border. But yeah. Um, now, if okay, so let's say you are listening, you didn't like the wild turkey. Where do you go from here? Try a weeded bourbon. That's the total opposite, mm-hmm. right? This is a high rye bourbon. Try a weeded bourbon. Totally different. I think isn't Weller a weeded bourbon? Yeah, Weller's the original weeded bourbon. Try <laughs> try Weller right on the bottle. If you can find Weller, that's a bad example because it's hard to find. Try Rebel Yell. If you didn't, if you weren't here for the first episode, try Rebel Bourbon. That's a weeded bourbon, and it's a totally different ball game. A lot more caramely. Um, a lot more bakery, and, well, a lot more desserty, and a lot less spicy is the way I would put it. Yeah, and if you want to like step up, 
like because this is different than anything else like bourbon wise like that oh, we yeah. really review it's especially unique. when you start getting towards like the rye and if you don't like that and you want to spend a little more money i still think heaven's door if you like <sighs> heaven's door man be- i think it's just so different like if you're somebody that like you kind of like this you kind of like this but you haven't found something you're like that's what i would put in a decanter on the counter and go to it every night not yeah. every night hopefully <laughs> but like that's like that would be my go-to like that one to me and it's sitting right next to me on the shelf yeah um that one to me is one that's like there's nothing i've been able to compare it to agreed it is it, if i wanted to compare it to this it is a more complex because it's a lot more expensive right more complex slightly smoother than wild turkey with no funk to it though it's still like priced for like the celebrity yeah. risky though like yeah you know it's it's not it doesn't need to be its price like, i agree and i don't i don't want to knock it because it's so good it but is. it's you can get comparable things for 15 dollars less yeah i was just gonna say because it's 55 dollars. i was just gonna say it's a solid 40 dollar whiskey yep. 40 bucks that's a good whiskey but i think it's 55 yep um, it is so i would i would compare this i would say if you took away the light fruit and made it dark fruit you took away the dry and made it normal fruit and then you took away the funk and then made it more complex. That's Heaven's Door from here. <laughs> That's very specific. A little bit of a step, but yeah. Um, I think this is a. I think this is like really good. I forgot how good it is. Me to too. be honest. Me too. I haven't had it for a while, and I'm See, glad we revisited it. Weirdly, I'm like a big decanter person. Oh like yeah, I have like five. I know you are. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're like none of them are normal. Like yeah, they're all like cool. special, like diamond shapes and like ships and weird stuff. Because I'm weird, but uh. This isn't one I would put in a decanter because, like, obviously, like, leaving it in a decanter for six months is yeah, not good. Especially this proof. Yeah. Yeah, especially, like, 101 proof. But this is one I would I, – I think I'm going to start keeping in, the sh- in like, the cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a very solid, especially if you have people around who like whiskey, but you don't want to give them your expensive stuff. It's a good whiskey, man. I yeah. mean, I can't knock it at all. I've had it recommended so many times, and I 100% see why. I 100% agree. Now, what do you think I – w- I was going to say what I thought, but I'm curious. Who do you think is the best person to, like, try wild turkey? I think a new person who wants to try something not expensive and see if they like it. Uh, this is a good starting point because you might not like it, but you're only out 20 bucks. I think another good one is a person like you or I who wants to drink something more complex but doesn't want to drink their top shelf stuff. That's a good person to try it. I think somebody who has gotten bored with the normal and wants to try something a little weird, this is a good one. It's a little weird. It's not crazy. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. I think the best person in my mind to try this for the first time would be somebody that's you've tried the bottom shelf you you're way graduated from that mm-hmm. you started getting into the twenty dollar range you got into the thirty you like just hit forty and you haven't tried wild turkey yet I yeah. think it's a good one that like you can find something you like that isn't a step up yeah in agreed. price like it's a good one that's like you're getting to the point where you're about to start buying like the expensive bottles like mm-hmm. the sixty dollar bottles fifty five seventy even and right. you're just like I want something that's not expensive. Like this is this is a great one because this is better than most in the twenty dollar range. Yeah, I totally see where you're going with that. Now that you say that, like, like this is exciting for me to come back to just because it's so different from yeah. anything else. It's not like necessarily better than anything else, but it's different from everything else, and that that makes it a little bit more exciting. Wrapping up, my overall, and I'm gonna let you give your opinion. My overall opinion is: should you try whiskey with water? 
absolutely if you want to try it in a different way, just like you should try it with ice, just like you should try it before and after a meal. Do you need to drink whiskey with water? No. You can drink it without water. You can drink it however you please. You can drink it with ice every time. It doesn't matter. Whatever way you find to be the most exciting. Every way you drink it is a different piece of the puzzle, and everybody has a different favorite piece of the puzzle. That's just, it's a different filter, like you said on a photo. It's the same photo. A bunch of different filters. Everybody has a favorite filter. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. The only one I would say, I would say the same exact thing as you, and the only way I would change that in the fact that, like, me and you have had so many different whiskeys now, it's like if you're talking, like, single barrel jack that's, like, 130 proof, like, adding water is is a good idea <laughs> because <laughs> like calm it down when you get to the point where it's so harsh that you can't get the flavors why are you paying 120 dollars for a bottle that's a fair point yeah you know? why are you even buying that and like every time i've had i had a bottle of single barrel when i graduated college i bought myself one <laughs> nice and uh added water to i never tried it without water really but uh well i tried it with water the way we've done it and that was the one when I started looking up the videos and thought I had to have a dropper. Yeah. And realized you can just pour water in it. Yeah. Um, I did add ice and wait for it to slightly melt. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted to try it on the rocks. That's a good way see, to drink it, too. Yeah, that's another way you could do it is just to, like, slightly let it melt. So, like, you get that opening of flavor, like people try and say. And yep. then you also get, like, if you're a person that likes it on ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I drink it all of the ways. I think it's great all of the ways. And I think anybody who says, yeah. And I think anybody who says their way is the only way is just wrong. Mm -hmm. Is the way I look at it. But I, that will not and will never stop me from making jokes about the other ways (laughs) because I overwhelmingly drink it neat. And I love to make jokes about all the other ways. Um, this isn't one though that I think adding water, like I think I would really like to try the adding water to like more expensive ones that I haven't. Oh yeah. Because I think they would, this was the same whiskey with a different slightly different profile it was Mm -hmm. almost like if wild turkey made two in the same price range and the same proof yeah yeah and i think people will probably say that too they'll might they might comment that as they're like well you got to try this kind of a whiskey with water and that'll be a totally different experience and we will get there yeah but uh, yeah i agree like a like a more expensive scotch might have a totally different ball game if you do that but We'll try it. We'll try it all. <laughs> We've got infinite episodes. Because I used this. to be, I used to be an on ice guy every time, and I never. And I'm sure wow. it started to melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moral of the story: Try it all of the ways. If you tried it on here, I'm interested to see everybody's opinion. Don't uh, feel free to comment on the TikTok because everybody does. Feel free to comment on Instagram. DM me, email me, let me know what you think. But that's all we've got for today. Zach, thanks for coming on again. As always, it's a pleasure. Pleasure having you on. As always. (laughs) That's all we've got for the episode today, guys. So as always, learn to drink, drink to learn. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure that you tell anyone you know who you think would be interested in the hobby or in the podcast. That way we can help to spread the word and continue to grow. Please also make sure to review the show on Apple Podcasts and share our posts on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs or on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. Uh, It only takes a couple of minutes and it really does a lot to help spread the word and grow the podcast. Also, there is an email list for the show. If you'd like to join, you can just send an email to whiskey 
whiskeynoobspodcast at gmail.com and in the subject line put email list. I will add you to the list and then you'll be updated every month with the whiskeys that we will be drinking on the show throughout the month. That way you can drink right along with us and see if you're getting the same notes. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the show. The Whiskey Noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol.